first true solo episode of Angel Energy of 2024. I did a solo episode last week, but that was more of a non-traditional solo episode. I was actually going into the archives of my YouTube channel and pulled something out because I felt like it would be valuable. So I hope you enjoyed that. I could tell that a lot of you listened and enjoyed that episode of my journey getting into sports broadcasting, but it's been a minute since I broke out the mic and sat and just talked, which is really how this podcast started in the first place. So I thought this would be a good week to do that. And if you can't tell by the title, the topic that we're going to talk about today is purpose, which I think is something that a lot of people, especially young people, think about really people of all ages because you want to feel like what you're doing is purposeful. You want to feel connected, like you're doing what you're meant to be doing. I think there's also a lot of pressure in society because of social media. We see what everyone else is doing. We see when people have their wins and when they're doing things that are really awesome and we compare ourselves because it seems like what they're doing is so important and so purposeful, yet we're struggling to find that purpose. And if I'm being completely honest, I struggle with this. I have felt and still feel a lot of times like I'm not living out my full purpose and what I'm meant to be doing. I do actually feel that way more so since I started this podcast because it's been something that I've wanted to do for a very long time. And regardless if one person listens or if millions of people listen to this podcast eventually, I still feel like I'm called to get on this mic and share my perspective and share the perspectives of people around me and have conversations. So I have really enjoyed doing this. But that being said, this isn't my job. This isn't what I get paid to do. So that can be really difficult for some people sometimes because you feel like you know what your purpose is, but you also have to make an income and make a living. And obviously the goal is to merge the two where you're making an income while doing what you feel is your purpose, but sometimes that isn't always the case and there's a process to it. But I wanted to start this episode by reciting the verse that really made me have a better perspective about purpose and find more peace in every stage. So even if I feel like I'm not living it yet or haven't found it yet, this verse gives me peace about purpose and I think that it might do the same for you. So it is Acts 5, 38 to 39, and it basically is saying that us as humans, we can't stop God's purpose, God's plan for our lives. If you try to fight it, you're literally fighting against God, and God always wins. So if your purpose is to do one thing and you're trying to avoid it, trying to fight it, but if it is your true purpose and God's plan for your life, it will happen and God will will it into existence. God's leading our lives and when we try to take control, it will fail if it's not in God's will. So yes, we have free will. Yes, we are co-creating our lives um, with God, but ultimately his will will prevail. So if you're doing something and trying to force something to be right in your life and it's not right, whether that be a person, whether that be career, anything, if it is against God's will, if it is not his will, he will stop it. 
I think the biggest telltale sign and something that I've experienced personally when I've tried to force things, particularly like in career and and my life's purpose, that is against God's will. I've noticed that I'm trying to take control, but what I end up doing is feeling anxious, depressed, lonely, broken down, confused, and it always brings me back to him, which isn't a bad place to be. But it just goes to show that his plan will always prevail. He is the one that's leading our lives and guiding us, and our purpose is in him. So I think it's important to focus on that greater power in play here that we have a certain amount of control and free will of our lives, but ultimately it has to align with the greater purpose that our creator has for us. So again, this brings me a lot of peace because I know that I won't miss my purpose. I think that's a fear that a lot of people have is, am I going to miss my purpose? Am I going to spend all this time doing the wrong thing and then never fulfill what I'm meant to be in life? And I think if you listen to those cues, like those feelings of not enjoying your life and feeling anxious and depressed and confused while you're trying to force something, that is your answer. And again, no matter how hard you force it, it's not going to work. And ultimately, happiness should be our end goal. We need to be happy people. We need to um, be our best selves in order to fulfill our purpose. And if we feel like the path that we're on isn't bringing us to be our best selves and isn't um, making us happy, then that's an indication that that is not our purpose. Although I do believe that there is timing for everything, sometimes the journey that you're forcing one thing is going to lead you to the right thing. So, and and you pick up skills and and you do develop yourself on that first journey before you pivot and make it to your final destination, which is your purpose fulfilled. So, everything has a reason, everything has a season. So, even if you find yourself in that place that you're unhappy, and you're not feeling purposeful, there's a reason for that and that it's okay. You won't miss your purpose. Have peace in that. Something that I've found is that you can love something, but it still just doesn't feel right for you and it is just not your purpose. You can be good at something, but you feel like it's just not the best use of your skills and gifts. Every single person has a unique set of skills, gifts, that they were created with, interests, that makes you an individual, that makes you special, and you have something to give to this world. We have many gifts. We have many skills. But there are certain things that you are better at than anything else. And if you get real with yourself, get out your journal, get out pen and paper, get real with yourself and figure out what those things are. What are you better at? What are you known for amongst your friends and your family Um, what do people come to you for? What do you find that comes easy to you that maybe comes more difficult to other people? And then also just what are you interested in? What do you gravitate towards? What do you love? That's a good place to start if you have absolutely no idea what your purpose is. I think constantly I see people looking for their purpose and the advice being, what are you passionate about and what are you good at? Bring those two things together And what does that equate to? So if you could just get out a pen and paper, start writing things down. Another big thing 
pray about it. Don't try to force yourself to an answer too quickly. Really think about it. And sometimes it'll take time. Don't rush it. Some people find their purpose at 20 years old and some people don't find it until 50 and that's okay. Another good exercise would be to visualize If you think something might be right for you, visualize what that looks like in 10 years, in 20 years, and what does your life look like with you doing that thing, say, as a career? Do you feel like that life is what you're called to be? Is that the way that you feel your life can best serve on this earth, living in that reality? So kind of picture, even picture someone that has your dream career. Do you see yourself living that life? Does that life feel like it's right for you? Does that life give you peace? Does that life feel like it gives you purpose? And it's hard to tell because every single person has a different experience, but I think sometimes we get caught up in the outside perspective of what somebody's life looks like or what your life might look like if you get to a certain place in your career and not how it actually feels to live it every single day. So I think that differentiation is super important. I think with purpose, it's also important to remember that your purpose is not just self-serving. It's supposed to serve the greater good on this earth. So how can you take what you're passionate about and what you're good at and then use that to serve others, to serve the world? So when you find in your journaling and in your praying and in your pondering what you think you're good at and you're passionate about, how can those skills, how can that thing, that gift that you have be used for the greater good? And if the answer is no, then I think you need to do a little bit more digging. If if you can't come up with a reason that what your skills are and and what your gift is can be used for for the betterment of others and and the world around you. If you can't come up with that answer, then keep digging, keep looking, keep thinking, because ultimately our purpose is to be a gift to others and to the world. Jumping off this, do not be afraid to start over. I think this goes back to the timelines thing. So many people think they have to have their life figured out by the time they're 18 to declare their major, to go into college, and then study for four years, and then go into that career and stay in that career until they retire. And that is just so far from the truth. For some people, yes, that's the path because they knew from a very young age exactly what they wanted to do. They went and studied it in college, and it validated that that's what they wanted to do. And then they got into the workforce, and that validated what they wanted to do, and they felt purposeful throughout. That is true for some people, but not for everyone, and I would say not for the majority. I think you see a lot of people that stay in a career because they feel like they're stuck, because they feel like that's what I studied in school and that's where my experience is and that's what I have to go into because otherwise all of that time would have been wasted. Oh, and I can't start over because I'm too established in this career. There is always a way to change, to pivot, to start over if it means that it's pursuing something that feels more purposeful for you and feels like You'll be happier and you'll also be contributing more to this world if you pivot. And I think that is worth making the change. A lot of times we avoid change because it's scary, it's it's uncomfortable, and 
the greatest gifts and returns and and successes come from that pivot point of being uncomfortable and trying something different. You can always go back to a different job. Like I'll use myself as an example. I studied more general communications and PR and that's where my internships were in my four years of college and I really thought that that's what I was going to go into. I took a broadcast journalism class my senior year at school and it flipped my world upside down because I felt like, oh my gosh, this is an actual career that I can go into. I always knew that I kind of had an interest in it from watching sports and seeing Aaron Andrews and I didn't really think that it was possible. I didn't think it was a reality that you could actually pursue a career in that. Um, I thought it was kind of just luck that you landed into that. Well, this class completely changed my perspective, but I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm a senior. I've already done all these internships in PR and marketing. I can't switch now. I don't have a reel, which is like basically your resume tape of everything that you have done on camera. And student students who had been working on broadcast journalism that on that track since freshman year, they had had all these on-camera experiences to build a reel from, but I didn't. So I felt like, okay, I'm too late, you know, but that could not be farther from the truth. I ended up going to work in that arena in more of general communications. And I just kept having this itch to go into broadcasting and felt like, It could be really purposeful for me. Um, And I felt like if I didn't try, I would always wonder and question. And I really just felt this calling, this pull towards broadcasting. So I went back to grad school for a year. I built a reel and I completely pivoted. Now, if I had just felt that it was too late and continued on this other track, I wouldn't have developed in a way as a person that I have. And I wouldn't have been able to start this podcast. I mean, a big reason why I started this was because of the podcasting class that I took in grad school that made me realize how much I love podcasting. So, and I wouldn't have gone to LA and I wouldn't have seen that you can just do anything. That was one of the biggest things that I learned in my year in LA was that like people are doing all different kinds of things and it's all accepted and it's all cool and people are encouraged to do that. It was literally the place that dreams were made. I went there and it was like, you could do anything. And I felt like I really could. Um, And I think that that being around that energy was really important for me at a pivotal time in my life. I was like 22, 23 years old. And it encouraged me to see things differently than I saw in my small town in Connecticut where everyone went down a traditional path of just being a nurse or a teacher or a doctor and those are amazing professions and if you're called and you feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing 1000% go do that but for myself I just never really connected to that and I always I don't know kind of beat myself up about it because I was questioning why does everyone else know what they want to do why does everyone else know they want to do one of these things but I just don't feel connected or called to do any of those things Um, so again, that just goes to say that you sometimes need to take a leap of faith and bet on yourself in that way. And it'll work out whether you, again, stay on that path or you end up pivoting again in the future. 
it's worth it for a time to develop yourself, to develop your character and lead you to ultimately where you're supposed to be. And I'm going to leave with this quote, especially this is for you, those people who are afraid to make a change even though they know they're unhappy or they don't feel purposeful. And this is from the book that I'm reading right now. It's called The Mountain Is You. And the quote is, the greatest act of self-love is to no longer accept a life that you are unhappy with. It goes on to say, your new life is going to cost you your old one. Don't be afraid. Trust yourself. Trust God. Make the change that you feel like is going to be better for you. And I think something a lot of people are are afraid of is the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. What if I make the change and I'm even less happy? Keep changing. Keep going. You can always go back to what you had in the first place. Just like I could have always gone back to corporate communications. That was there for me. I was never going to always have the opportunity to go to grad school, to move to LA without all the responsibility of a family and children. Make the change when you can, when you feel called. And that's not even to say, I I don't even want to put those limits. Like even people who have the marriage and the children are still making career changes because your happiness and your purpose is so important and it's worth fighting for. Even if you have to relentlessly pursue it and change a million times until you find it, it will be worth it, so worth it. So that is going to wrap up this episode of the Angel Energy Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new here and you liked this episode, make sure to check out some of my recent episodes. Make sure to rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on social media at Casey's Angels. All the information for that is in the description of this episode and I will talk to you guys next week.